And we welcome to the show DeMarco. Today's show is Cappy and DeMarco, an excellent combo plate. How are you, man? Good. How are you, sir? I'm trying to remember that Bruce Willis, Chris Tucker movie, space movie. Help me out here. Uh, that is called The Fifth, the fifth Element. Element. I love The Fifth Element. Yeah, The Fifth that's, Element's that's a really movie cool movie. Greg. How much money did that one gross? Two million? Five yeah, million. no one cares. <laughs> 620 million? 710 million? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, my goodness, man. Yeah. Bro, what Come happened? On, I don't know what Just happened. randomly throwing out numbers. 697 million. No, no, no. You know that website, Mason. 462 Stop. million. And you know, Mace, you, you in Ireland actually tried to help the game. Uh, like two questions in, you were like, go from four questions or four answers down to three answers. There was no saving that game. Right. By the way, Amanda the checked in. She says that you should be suspended for that game. Oh! <laughs> I'll, gladly, I'll gladly take the suspension. Take your play calling duties away from you. So <laughs> since, since DeMarco's here, I got to... Ireland and I have a... Real disagreement. I think... Legitimate. This is totally legit. Like real beef. Okay, yes. go ahead. I think that if the Rams lose on Sunday, we're not going to the playoffs. It is a wow. must-win game. Can you give me reasons why? Just a gut feeling? Numbers? Analytics? Uh, what? I've looked at the schedule. Yeah. And I see right after the bye week, we've got San Francisco, and then we're at Tampa Bay. And all of a sudden, if you're two and four after this, you've got what do you maybe hope to split there? I mean, it, the Legit. season unravels at that point. Legit. What's what's Ireland's take? It's too early. Uh, that it, yeah, that in week six you can't call a team dead. Okay, no fair. matter what. But I would say this, John: if they do lose to Carolina, and Carolina is widely considered the worst team in the league, they just fired their head coach, and right. they're going to be starting their four-string quarterback. If you lose against Carolina at home. I'm not saying it's like a, a definite, but Mason's got a point. If you can't beat them, how do you beat Tampa? How do you beat anybody? You know what well, I'm saying? Well, Demarco, you've been you've been in the league a long time. I mean, I remember one year New England lost to Buffalo in Week Two, thirty-one to nothing, and went on to win the Super Bowl. Fair. I mean, it wasn't. I don't even know close. the shape of their offensive line, but I know the shape of this one. Yeah. You know, yeah. so and I know the shape of our running game. Our leading rusher, but, who had only 151 yards for the season, has disappeared. Cam Akers, yeah, yeah. That's, that's that's yeah, Demarco. Deal. That sounds that sounds like it's fait accompli. I'd be surprised if he came back. Would you? Uh, you, you look, um, it depends on how they feel about Cam. And from what I know, they like Cam. They respect Cam. But you got you guys got you know this game is hard, man. So he's coming back from injury. Uh, he, I'm sure he's dealing with a loss of some ability. Plus, he's got. You know, one of the worst O-lines in the league right now. So, there's a lot going on. So, this is not new. But it doesn't mean he's gone yet. You sure? No. No one's okay. sure. Well, I don't know what. He... I don't know exactly what just happened. Yeah, just we like, don't know. He's yeah. working yeah. out some things. or The pressure of the league. Just imagine this. On a 2-3 and three football team, you're expected to be the guy. Uh, Funch has just told me he's been on everybody's fantasy team. There's a lot of heat on a team that's trying to repeat. And they're 2-3. and three. A lot of pressure just to play this game. But even more so now, and like you said, he's dealing with being a player that is is new. This is right. A new, right. He's new to this right now. He's he's not the same Cam Akers of old right now. Last in rushing. Um, hey, let me ask. Let me ask you guys about something. Okay. Did you see the goose on the field sure. in Game Two how at could, Dodger Stadium? How could you miss it? Right. Okay. So, apparently, that goose migrated from Alaska. Hmm. Like, it's a very rare type of goose. Oh, and really? the the maintenance people at Dodger Stadium went out there. They were complimented for using a towel to protect the goose's feathers. Yes. And they won't say what they did after that, but that the goose is was safely released. Mm-hmm. Should they have stopped the game? That's a very good question. I wonder how many miles did that goose fly? Eight hundred miles. Oh, Nine hundred million. That would have been better. <laughs> that would have been a better game. Would have been better. Oh, <laughs> All right, I'm out of here. Have a good weekend. Yeah. Bye. Oh, Go work funny. on another game. So yeah, the goose thing is weird. Wow. Um, I thought about it when he was sitting there. He's sitting there in short right field, and Gavin Lux was at bat, and I thought, oh my god, what if Gavin Lux hits a ball at the goose? Well, that would remember be like that a time, total uh, horrible disaster. You know, I got a picture with Dave Winfield, mm -hmm. and I didn't know that he was actually brought up on charges for killing a bird. He hit that bird. Yeah. yeah. So, well, well uh, Cap, I think I know where you're going. Yeah, wasn't it Randy Johnson who pitched yeah. the ball, oh, and the bird got in between the pitcher and the catcher, and it blew up the bird? Yep. Yeah, disintegrated in midair. 
Yeah. So apparently Bill Plunkett has uh, sent a picture out. Uh, Bill Plunkett from the Southern California News Group uh, sent out a picture of the Padres dugout, dugout where they've got these decoy geese like you use for hunting. So they've got geese all over their dugout, and they're talking about the rally geese. So um, it may have started a thing. Right, but I just wonder, Mace, would you have stopped the game? I would have. If you were the lead umpire. I would have. Would yeah, I think I would Because it would too. be a terrible look if somehow the ge- the goose got hit by a baseball. That would be, like, awful. So, yeah, uh, I think I would have st- uh, stopped the game. Bergman, so, according to the, the LA Times, Travis Longcore, president of the LA Autobahn Society, identified the wild bird as a greater white-fronted goose. He said the species is an uncommon sight throughout most of the year in Los Angeles. Hmm. Unlike other species such as Canadian geese, which have made homes at parks, the greater white front geese are only seen during migratory seasons, and they think they migrated from Alaska. But uh, I, yes, I would, I would have, Mace. You would have stopped the game. Absolutely. Yeah, I would. Have yeah, it was the game too, too big of a bird to not stop the game. Big ugly would bird. Would you stop by the it way. for a seagull? No. No, <laughs> not unless it was like for a, a pigeon. Giant what about seagull? a pigeon? A pigeon, no, probably not. Big, but he, you're big, talking about bird, protecting huh? like a, a a rare species. Is that what you're talking about, John? Yeah. No, yeah. no. I'm talking about the the goose was big enough that if Gavin Lux would have drifted out to center to catch a pop up, he would have tripped over the goose. Oh, it's a hazard. Absolutely, yeah. it is a hazard. Yeah. yeah, and it's a it's a disaster. Potential. I mean, if the goose gets hit by a baseball, if somebody steps on the goose, all that stuff is is terrible. They safely transported the goose off the field. Bergman was there for it. Bergman, it was it was was it a big scene? Greg, or? did you know in the stadium about the goose? Yeah. Or did you not find out about it until later? No, no, no. I saw it. I saw it all happening. I saw the geese in right field, and then it went. How and many it, it geese? Fl- it was one geese. Just one goose. One so goose. the goose. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, thanks for calling it out, Cappy. Well, I, I appreciate that. There were that. more than one that no, maybe no. we didn't see on TV. <laughs> You know, geese is full, you know. There, there was one goose, Cappy. Okay. Appreciate you. Thank you. Uh, but it flew It flew around. It just flew around the... Uh, By second. the way, that's a t-shirt. Geese is plural, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it was flying around home plate, and then it stopped right by third base, and that's wow. when they went... It was weird. It. Not, now we're going to have to listen. Watch. We're all going to turn on the game in two hours or whatever it is. An hour and a half, and we're going to have to listen to this rally geese thing. Oh, it's the rally oh, it's geese. Catch the on. rally geese. Yeah, yeah. You got to nip that in the bud. You got to well, pluck, pluck that the, dog. If the Padres octopus, win right? the series, they, they will be selling rally geese in the yeah. Padres gift shop. Yep. For we sure. must stop that. Didn't they have like octopus for some team in ho- in hockey? Was that well, uh, the I mean, Red Wings? They Red throw Wings when you... dead octopus on the ice because yeah, they well, thought it worked. The, well, it's the Angels had the rally monkey. Yeah. 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 Couple yeah. things, Cappy. Are you wearing brown today? No, no, I'm wearing black. Yeah. I'm just wearing black. You know. Will you go to any of these games? Yeah, I'm going to go tomorrow. Are you? I'm going to go tomorrow. You want to come? I, you know, I don't. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I don't. You of all people, I mean, you go to every game there is. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not making that drive to San Diego for those two games because I ultimately I think we're going to win it in in four. So you think the Dodgers are going to win the next two games? I do. I do believe we're going to win the next two games. Yeah. And then the Padres. By the way, very this successful This is the most polite trash talking I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, not really yeah. so much trash talking. Yeah, trash talking. I mean, I love the Padres. I love the Pod You squad. love the Padres, too. The I, Pod Squad. Oh, I thought he was all Dodgers. Slam oh. Diego love. No. Very polite trash talking. I like it. Yeah. We're going to win the next two. Yeah, we're going <laughs> to win the next two. No response, Captain. Slam well, I don't, I don't think. Love. I don't. I don't think Mace really believes it. You know? Believes what? There we go. I don't think that they, they Sell the believe. Fight, guys. I, I think this thing's going to five games. I think this thing's coming back to Dodger Stadium on Sunday. There you go. Yeah, I I think we'll wrap. I'm it up. I'm with you, Cap. I think we'll wrap it up quick. Yeah. Well, I mean, listen. We'll dispose Mace, Mace, of the Padres quickly. Mace represents why everybody in San Diego gets so frustrated because there's just no respect. Which, by the way, haven't earned any. No, haven't mm-hmm. earned any respect. But this is this is the Padres' chance. And you know what's funny is is how. Um, Dodger fans have traditionally taken over Petco Park. Yes. And the Padre organization is trying to do what the Rams did last year, which is try and keep the 49er fans out. So the the Padres organizationally are trying to keep the Dodger fans out. And by all accounts, downtown San Diego right now, the southern part of L.A., you know, is just buzzing. And, like, there's just thousands of people all over the streets. Dodger fans? A lot of Dodger fans? 
according to the reports, not nearly the amount of Dodger fans that you might normally see. So the takeover is not going to happen? I'm going to doubt it. Because everybody went to Vivid Seats and StubHub and SeatGeek and Harris Rosner at VIP. All got their tickets. You can't uh, eliminate area codes on the secondary market. And I would think that's the way most people are doing it. Like, when was the last time you bought a ticket directly from a team? Um, I always go secondary market. Do you buy their tickets available for tomorrow? Well, I mean, if you have somebody that you can call and say, hey, King. Peter hey, King. <laughs> Peter Seidberg. Hey, Peter Seidler. No, Hey, wow. King worked. Hey, King worked brilliantly. Hey, wow. King did work. So uh, it's disrespectful that Mason's not going. No, no. It's just that, oh. that Ireland keeps cautioning Mason. You know, you keep you know doing that, hey, these little pesky nobody. Humorous comes pesky. before the fall, <laughs> The Cap. pod squad. I love the pod squad. <laughs> you know, off. Juan is technically a Padres fan. Is he really? Yeah, he is. San Diego? He's from San Diego. Uh, his folks live in San Diego. Okay, so yeah, he's connected. So he connected okay, but nice. I, the, the, uh, he's not like hard. Do you have any respect for the Padres? Oh, yeah, no, I think they... Look, I think A.J. Preller is one of the most innovative general managers in the game. I thought they had an unbelievable trade deadline, acquiring Josh Bell and and Juan Soto and Josh Hader and Brandon Drury from the Reds. I mean, I thought he he reinvented the roster uh, in a a real way. So, no, I have great – and Peter Seidler has – Done a great job as the owner. They've had great stability. I, I think the Padres, you know, next we beat them by 22 games this year. I think maybe we'll maybe it'll only be 12 games next year. Very subtle. Maybe you'll pick Very up 10 subtle. games. That's good. That's good. <laughs> you, you sucked me in with that. Yeah. I <laughs> wow. was pretty co- – there was a lot of complimentary was nice. stuff I was almost there. buying yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, I like it. <laughs> Cappy. <laughs> Cappy. I'll be there tomorrow. Nice. I will be there tomorrow. I will, and Mace, I'll tell you right now, yeah. if you change your mind – you got a seat for me? I, I could have one hey, for King. you. Hey, King. Hey, King me. Wow. King. Hey, King. And I might have one for you. Yeah. That would be fun to go down. Except I got the Rams game on Sunday. The must-win Rams game on Sunday. Yeah. I, it's it's. Uh, we talked about that with J.B. Long. He says, I say must-win. He says can't lose. <laughs> it's kind of the same thing, By right? By the way, Ireland, yeah, I am, I, that is. am I not kind of right when I say it's must-win since all no, the football you're, guys you're are No, you're the saying, opposite of right. DeMarco just said must-win. Uh, J.B. Long the, said can't the lose. The definition okay, of must win is that if you lose, your season is over. I think you have to win this. I think you have to have momentum going into the bye before you play San Fran. This may be the only game to. all year for the rest of the year that the Rams are favored. Fair enough. We're 11 point or 10 point favorites. I think it's come down You need bit. positive momentum going into the bye. Because like you said, this offensive line isn't getting any better right now. And everybody's they defensive line looks great. When Arizona comes here, they beat them in Arizona. It depends on you know. It depends the, what it looks like by that time. Arizona are we like are we then. two and five? Or are we two and six? Yeah, but they might be two. Yes, I think Arizona's going to. I think Seattle's going to beat Arizona this week. Here's what I here's what I love about this. You're believing scenario. in Gino, huh? Yeah. Here's what I love about this scenario. So we're going to win on Sunday. I believe we're going to beat Carolina some way somehow. Then you get the bye week, and you're three and three. You can heal up. You immediately get a chance to take over first place in the NFC West with a game against San Francisco the following week. You could concede. I mean, if the Rams get to four and three, win the next two, I think they wind up in the playoffs. If they lose the next two, I think they're cooked. I'm with you. To get there, you got to win on Sunday. That's why I know no one likes to say must win, but you got to beat Carolina. You got to go into the bye week feeling good about yourself. And for San Francisco, you know, this weekend they're at Atlanta. But then the following week they're playing against Kansas City, which that's that's a total toss-up of a game. I, I got to go with Kansas City's higher-powered offense versus the Niners. And then they play the Rams. So, I mean, it, it's not over if the Rams don't win. But if you can't beat this team at home, given the turmoil around their organization yep. – the worst team you're in the league. You're not going to make the playoff. If, yeah. you're, if you're not a team that can win this game, you're not going to make the playoff. Does anyone know the starter for Carolina? P.J. Walker. School. Yeah. What school? What school he went did to, P.J. Walker? Uh, uh, Wake State. Forest. Temple. Temple. You see? Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. He was Matt close. Rule's quarterback in college. Oh. That's how he got there. So they were and getting, now Matt Rule's gone. They and were getting ready to cut the guy, just like the Rams O-line. Some of these guys were getting ready to be cut. You have injuries. You have to keep them. This guy was getting ready to hit the open market or hit the street. Until you lost two quarterbacks there in Carolina. Lo and behold, he's your starter now. So we were talking about this a little bit earlier. Let's do something weird. 
Oh, we only got a minute left. Come on, yeah, do hey, something weird in a minute. Okay. Mace, I got to go catch this okay, bus, go so ahead, I'll John. let you do that without it. Boys, have a good weekend. I'll uh, talk to you guys next okay, week. Okay, see have you a next good week, call man. tonight, John. There's uh, John Ireland taking off. He's in Sacramento getting ready for the game. So do you guys believe in, it's it's that time of year, ghosts? No. I heard Laura from the next room yell, yes. No, I don't believe in no. ghosts. No. Cappy? Kinda. Kinda. Okay, Laura, go ahead. A Mexican, bro, it just comes with the culture. <laughs> so ghosts. Ghosts, all the voodoo, all that stuff. All yep. that stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You do the voodoo that you no, do for No, I do not do voodoo, that, but wow. I'm just saying it's it's a, like Sedano says, a healthy respect for all that, you know, right, stuff. Right, right. Paranormal stuff. And, uh, Cappy, you sort of believe. Yeah. Um, I heard you talking earlier today about Ouija boards. Ouija boards freak me out. Oh, the, I you know I bought one and then I decided I'm not I'm not going to use that. Yeah, don't do it, Mace. You're in you're inviting yes, weird stuff. Yes, don't into do your it. Do not world. do that. Nope. Hey, Lindsay, are you there? Yep. How do you feel about ghosts? I believe in ghosts. Do you? Have you ever yeah. had an experience, a paranormal activity experience? I think I did. Describe it. Well, it was like a year or two after my grandpa died, and I was in the basement doing laundry, and the the faucet turned on by itself Whew. and i was like that was my grandpa because i forget why i was like was washing like a, a sweatshirt he gave me or something and i was like that was my grandpa hmm wow. yeah i mean i guess that stuff ha i always say that when my my lights like went into a flicker mode one mm -hmm. one night and then i got a phone call from my grandmother saying my grandpa had died oh yeah i have my old house where we used to live we used to have literally we would wake up to dishes on the floor like cabinets open it was crazy yeah we i moved. would move yeah we did i would move. <laughs> yeah immediately we did yeah yeah all right uh hey that's i'm gonna wrap this sucker up because i gotta get home and watch the dodgers game dodgers versus the padres tonight uh, uh we got lakers basketball coming up for you tonight john will have the call along with michael thompson uh lakers at sacramento final preseason game next week is going to be a monster of a week we hope we will be getting ready for the nlcs against either the Phillies or the Braves. Right now it looks like the Phillies have a have an advantage. Uh, could be Philly at uh, Dodger Stadium on Tuesday. Lakers open Tuesday night, home opener on Tuesday. I mean, it, next week is just uh, on Thursday. It is just going to be a massive week. So make sure you're here uh, next week, Monday, 1 o'clock. We'll break everything down. Coming up next for you is... The Shadano and Cappy show today with DeMarco Farr in for Shadano. Uh, Supercross Talk brought to you by Coors Light, keeping Southern California chill all season long. Have a great weekend. Go Dodgers, go Rams, go Trojans, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Bing, ba dum bing. DeMarco, what's up? Man, I'm hanging. How about you, man? I'm doing great, man. Uh, you really worked with Stephen forward. A? Yeah, so uh, this is it's actually really a funny story. So Chris, the very first radio show where Chris was on the board, we were all working for Fox Sports Radio way back in the day. Stephen what, A. What year? I got to say this is about 2002-ish. We met Stephen A. at the exact same time. I was doing the best damn. Oh, right. He would come on as a guest. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's awesome. Wow. So, yeah, so Stephen A. used to come out here, um, and we would get together on Saturday mornings. 
And I want to say that day he was in Philadelphia. I think I was in San Diego and Chris was in L.A. on the board. And that was his very, very, very first sports talk radio show experience is getting caught in the middle of me and Stephen A. Smith. No way. Wow. Wow. How about that? I bet that was explosive radio. You know, it was... Because he was uh, combustible. Well, I mean, it was one of those things where we just got deep into all kinds of stuff that most people really didn't want to touch. Yeah. You know? Um, But we just did it, man. We had a great time. Absolutely. We had a a really fun show. I love every time I see Steven. Yeah, Yeah. give him a big hug. That's my dude. You know, those days of uh, Best Damn Sports Show, I think back to those days and I can see you like a Michael Strahan... Um, a Boomer Esiason, my longtime radio partner, Billy Ray Smith. Oh, yeah. A good friend of mine, Chris Rose. Who, who am I missing from that whole crew? Did you say Tom Arnold? I did not say Tom the Arnold. The guy, absolutely. The star of the show. Yeah. yeah. Uh, John Sally, Reggie right? Theus, right. John Cruck, my homeboy. Yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, that was some of the most fun I've ever had doing this job, like the media side. Uh, when they brought David Wells in to sit with us. Through a World Boomer. Series. Yeah. Being in between he and like him and John Crock was like hilarious. Nonstop laughter. I, I've never seen two guys come up with more jokes yeah. about anything in my entire life. I'll tell you, man, that show was so far ahead of its time, too, right? I mean, you think about what that show was then and all the personality driven, you know, TV debate kind of shows. Now that that show was lighthearted, it was fun. That was a great show. I love that show. See, man. that's yeah, that's that's us. That's why I like hanging out with you. See, yeah, sports is fun. Yeah, I'm glad you're here today. I yes, really sir. Um, dude, are you ready to like geek out on some football, or are you into the Dodgers and the Padres and the NLDS? Because I'm going to tell you something. I'm a football geek, man. I, football is what my primary sport is, and I will put football ahead of everything. Last night, I was watching Central Florida take on Temple. I'm a football junkie. But, DeMarco, I have moved on right now. Baseball is primary, front and center. I'm watching Philadelphia beat Atlanta right now, 6-1 in the bottom of the seventh. How about you? Well, you know, it's football season, so I'm stuck there. And my primary focus is obviously the Rams right now. But, I mean, you can't ignore what's going on. Of course I'm watching baseball. I'm a fan. <laughs> you know, football is fun, but it's a job. But, of course, I'm watching the Dodgers. I'm actually kind of – I told you, I'm still trying to figure out, am I joining the Dodger Blue, the faithful? Do it. See? Do it. Do it. I'm, I, I, I'm not new to town, but I grew up an A's fan. I, I grew up up would. north. So, I'm trying – You want to be with champions or you want to be with chumps? See, no, I know a lot of people Ooh. that jumped on the, the Warriors bandwagon late. You Like, That's where have you been? been? I've been here since Joe Barry Carroll. You know, you come in with Steph, so yeah. But you're new to, like you said, you're you're not from LA, right? So it's like Sedano. He's big Yankee guy, but you know, he's like I've adopted the dog. I can respect from afar, right? Yeah. I don't really have to join just I yet. Mean, if you want to join, it's all good. But it's cool. I mean, we talk about him so much. Of course, you start to like these guys. So yeah, mm-hmm. I'm 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 watching the Dodgers. Absolutely. Yeah, this this whole issue really upsets a lot of people, and I'm kind of caught in the middle. Because I spent 20-plus years in San Diego, and I was around the Padres organization for a really long time. In the last two years, I've been watching Dodger games practically every night. Dave Roberts is one of my favorite people. And I wish I had this, like, angry hatred for the Dodgers. Like, people in San Diego, they hate the Dodgers because they look at the Dodgers and they're like, that's who you got to get by. And I don't have that anger and that hatred for the Dodgers, you know? Um, so it kind of upsets people in San Diego that I don't have a healthy hatred for the Dodgers. And in, in L.A., people are like, well, you need to come to our side. I'm, I'm not coming to anybody's side. I'm doing my own thing, all right? I'll, do, I'll be over here right in the middle if I'm needed. Cap, that's what's Yo. going on right now in the studio. Laura keeps, like, shooting these hot ones at me. <laughs> See? Dodger fans need to be more welcoming. I'm, okay, I think you I actually said, want to close the ranks anyway. What I said in your ear was they hate what they can't see. Be. Right there. That's what I'm saying. Now, like, why would I, I want know? to join that? See? I don't think. Listen, <laughs> I don't classy. disagree. I think you're right, Laura. I, <laughs> I think I do agree. I think the reason that Padre fans are so um, they've got such a chip on their shoulder about the Dodgers is because that's what they want to be. You, do you do you know? Um, that Steve Garvey, one of the all-time great Dodgers in the history yeah. of the organization. Met him and froze. I did. I met Steve Garvey, and I froze. Really? Like, one of the few times in my life where I froze when I met a guy. Yeah. Because you were that starstruck? It's Steve Garvey, man. Yeah. Like, you were like, you know, 
my hero, one of my heroes growing up. Yeah. Do you know that his number is retired by the San Diego Padre organization? So that's respect. Yeah, not they're not respecting him for what he did with the Dodgers. He had like one short period of time where he played for the Padres and he hit a big home run and they won a big series. And for that short period of time, oh, that's his cheap. number is yeah, totally cheap. That's kind of cheap. Yeah, and yeah. And if you say to Steve, you're like, hey, Garth, <laughs> Garth, I mean, the Padres retired your number, man. It's ridiculous. Are you a Dodger? He's like, of course I'm a Dodger. I'm Dodger blue all the way, man. It's so stupid. So, well, here's something I don't know. Who are your like? Who's the greatest Padre of all time? Be, uh, that I think I do know. I tried to throw him out of the locker room. That's right, Tony Gwynn. Tony Gwynn. Okay, besides yeah. Tony Gwynn. Wait, tell us that story. No, I don't want to see. I don't no, want to tell that story. I don't want to tell that story again. Come on, tell. Come on, I feel like an idiot. No, come on. Look, I was young. I was stupid. I was a rookie, and we were going in to play the San Diego Chargers and. You're with the Rams at this point. I got off the bus first, and, and you could you could see the smoke coming out of my nose. Think about it. I'm just I'm trying to make the league, or I'm happy to be here. Type that that youthful exuberance. Walk into the locker room. There's this dude with his back to me, and you know Tony Gwynn, right? Yeah. I mean, how would you say he's shaped? Uh, yeah, kind of like uh, yeah, maybe it looks like he could play D line. Part of his appeal, right? You mm-hmm. know, that's part of his appeal. So he had his back to me. So. I thought he was just like a maintenance guy. So I told him, hey, you need to get the blank up off my bench. I got to get dressed. And he turned around, extended his hand and said, hi, I'm Tony Gwynn. And everyone else, the vets walked in and looked at me like I was stupid. So, okay, I tried to throw Tony Gwynn out of his own locker room. But anyway, besides Tony Gwynn, who is King Padre? I'd have to say Trevor Hoffman. Trevor Hoffman. Okay. Where does that rank? Where does Trevor Hoffman rank? Well, they've got an award named after him for the best closer in the National League. I mean, as far do you think like nine-year-olds know his name? Um, maybe if they were Padre fans. Could you pick him out of a lineup? Yes. Could the average Dodger fan pick him out of a lineup? Probably. Okay, Laura's shaking her head. No, no couldn't chance. Do it, Laura? There's no chance. No nobody, chance. Nobody knows who Trevor Hoffman is. Okay. So, okay. I'm trying. I'm like trying not to be rude. I'm just asking a question. That, so okay. Nobody knows who he is. Nobody okay. knows. Nobody knows who a guy is who they have a, the the National League reliever. They've got the Mariano Rivera Award. I know and what he looks like. Award, and nobody knows who he is. I know what I'm Rivera saying, looks like. Aside from Padre fans, I feel like Trevor Hoffman is nowhere near. Mariano Rivera as exactly. far as like, well I don't think like, he has the fame just preach. Yeah, did not play for the Yankees doesn't have the fame so they don't have it okay. Marco, they, they don't have no disrespect no, I'm just they, saying well, so that's why that's why a guy like you know Steve Garvey's numbers retired like we don't have anybody so we better just okay. retire Garvey makes sense well doesn't Garvey have something to say about that or do you say no can you say no I mean I suppose we want to retire could. your jersey Mr. Garvey can you really say no without being a jerk I think he probably should have done that uh, you can't do that. Probably would. She probably should have been like, "Hey, don't don't retire. Let anybody who wants to wear it wear it. It's fine." It was like a one little brief moment in time. Come what was on, one guys. of your temp jobs? Like you were only there for like six months. Ooh, I have a good one. You do? You do? Where? What do you got? FEMA. FEMA. You, you work, work for, for FEMA? FEMA? Really? Yeah. Okay. You know what? I had government clearance for six, seven months. Really? No I mean, way. Like, yeah. Top clearance, like you know. I uh, knew she was clearance. a fed. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what did you do for FEMA? Uh, I worked with them when Maria and Irma hit because they needed Spanish-speaking people to help people in Puerto Rico. Wow. Oh, mm-hmm. cool. So if yeah. they wanted to put you in their Hall of Fame, you would let them. Hell you were only there for six months. No, thank you. You would say no. Mm-mm. I okay. think um, for me, when I worked at Taco Viva. You know, I, uh, Taco Viva was a little little place in the mall that the I worked Viva at. Taco Viva Hall of Fame. That's right. There you I go. Worked there for like six months. If they want to retire my spatula. You would uh, let them. Cap could rock that. I can I see you know. rocking that. Yeah. You would make that a whole day. Oh, dude, Taco <laughs> Viva was a great place to work, especially like when somebody would come order something and you were ready for something to eat. You would per- you'd screw up their order on purpose and then you put it off to the side and go, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll eat this a little bit later. But I'll, now I'll make you what you want. Yeah. That's I can I see there. it now. Yeah. They're putting up your picture. They're How retiring you? your jersey. You ever you ever have a temp job where like like Steve Garvey where you're gonna get your 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 number retired or something? Uh, let's see. I work for a construction company. That was a college job. I got fired from that one though. Yeah, I didn't know it was really gonna be work. Hmm. I really didn't. Yeah, I was working doing construction. They had me straightening out. What do you call those things? Those spikes. Those long metal like iron spikes. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know what they're called, but I don't know what you're talking about. That was about. my job. I had to straighten those things back out. And I, I didn't know they really wanted me to actually do it. I thought it was just like the college job. You know, <laughs> you show up like a no show job, right? Yeah. You know? 
No, they really wanted me to like to bang these things out with like a mallet. Like work study thing? Like hard work. Oh. No, it was like when you're a superstar player at the University of Washington, you just show up and they pay you. That's what I thought. They don't want you to touch stuff. That's what they told me. But yeah. they actually really made me work for a minute. So I lasted wow. like two weeks. Okay. Yeah. Lindsay, any uh, temporary job where you should be Aberthaw uh, Construction. That's the name, yeah. Okay. I'm trying to think. I mean, like the shortest job I had was when I worked at Sirius for this guy who was like a Howard Stern wannabe, but like- Who's that? I, I I don't want to say his name, oh. <laughs> but like it was it was the worst job I think I've had in this business. Not gonna lie, that was smart, uh, Lindsay. I was like, don't do yeah. it, girl. Don't oh. let yeah, him bump you in there. Is he still was, on the radio? No, no, it's not, not Cap, anymore. is it? No, no it wasn't me. Oh, okay. Cap, no, no he, he wasn't. It wasn't Some other sports. Howard Stern want to be. Oh, yeah, it wasn't yeah. sports. <laughs> Howard wants to be you. Come on now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, he can't pull off Taco Viva. Hey, <laughs> he wants that Hey King shirt. Hell yeah. Yeah, what Hell is yeah. this with the Hey King? What happened there? All right, thing. hold on. I heard okay. Sedano was like after you. The mafia is after. What's going oh, on here? It's it's gotten completely ridiculous. And has it? Laura has this sound effect she makes, and it sounds like she's doing something. Is that a rabbit? Yes, yeah. She's she's like calling you a rat what did you do that's over there look at right next to you profiteer the rat what is going on in here (laughs) all right i'll fill you in one second before i do we're going to bring you into family drama next we're going to get to the rams we're definitely getting back to the dodgers we got a whole bunch of laker stuff to get to demarco is in for shidano this is sidano and cap on 710 espm yeah if you heard it cap if you heard it coming out of the dorm room or in my car don't knock. Oh, really? Oh, come on now. Means you were busy. Bump that. Come on now. LL knew, he knew exactly what he was doing with this song. See? He just knew what he'd do with himself. <laughs> okay, hey. <laughs> yes, sir. All Bro, right. what the heck? Profiteer? I know, I know. Uh, DeMarco's in for shit on him. The rat? I know. It's it's just, it's Cat. unbelievable. I know. It's, it's truly unbelievable. What happened? Please explain this to me. Well, well, why don't I have Lindsay explain it to you, and then I'll tell you the truth. Okay. Yeah. Well, what happened was, uh, Cappy was out last Friday, and we noticed he he was, like, texting, you know, we have a group chat, and he said, I got something for you guys. And he posted this picture of him wearing this shirt that says, Hey King, which is a saying that was made famous on our show, because when he said whenever his daughter wants something, like she'll be like, "Hey, King," and then ask him for something. So we kind of like made it into like a segment, and it's like a bit. On Your daughter show, like, says, "Hey, King," to you uh, when yeah, she wants just something. Little little point of information here, just so you really get to capture the moment. Uh, my daughter goes to school in New Orleans, and she calls me up, and she said, "And this is a story I tell everybody." I'm like, she calls me up, and she goes, "Hey, King." Um, can you get me tickets for the Saints game this Sunday? Now, this is the opening week, DeMarco. Wow. And I say, um, <laughs> who, I say who are they playing? And she said, well, I don't even know who they're playing. So I, I go and I look it up. And, DeMarco, the Saints are playing the Buccaneers. Oh, my gosh. Tom so Brady. I, right. So I, so I say to my daughter, I go, do you realize that it's the Saints and the Buccaneers? It's Tom Brady. It's going to be a very, very hard ticket to get. And but, you're, but you work at ESPN, Dad. Right. That's exactly what she said. But, Dad, you work at ESPN. And then she said this. She goes, I have total faith in you, King. Wow. So, so the whole Hey King story originated with me telling everybody about my daughter. And, of course, I went and worked hard to get her these tickets. You, you got know. her the tickets? Yeah, because now what Sedano said is Sedano would just go buy the tickets. Me, I call in favors. Yeah. You know? So I call somebody, they do me a favor, now I owe them a favor. You want good seats, great seats. Right. Yeah. So she says, hey, King, to me. And now, hey, King means you're calling in a favor, essentially. Okay, okay. Keep, code keep word. Going, Lens. Keep going, Lens. Okay, so, so sounds anytime, good so far. Yeah. Yeah, anyone, anytime someone wants something, we joke on the show, like, hey, King. Oh. And we made it into, like, a segment where we were having, like, callers or, or listeners, like, tweet at us and say, like, like random things oh, cool. that they wanted. Oh, cool. Nice. And then, so then Cappy, last week when he was gone, he was in uh, Boise. He's like, oh, I got something cool for you guys. And he, he posts this picture on Twitter, and he's wearing the shirt that says, hashtag, hey, King. Nice. But, I see you, Cap. Yeah. And, and then he puts it for sale on his website, his Kaplan and Crew website. And we go look 15% at it. 15% off. 15% well, off. Well, it just and so happens that the third party that we use, they were having a 15% off sale that day. Yes. Okay. okay. I have the, no control of that. The cat, it says, hey, King, and that has the Kaplan and Crew logo on it. Boom, darty. Like, right back. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, where's the issue? We're like, well, that's like our bit from our show. Why do you? Why are you selling the T-shirt with the Captain now, and Crew logo now, on it? Okay, now, Demarco, I'm so glad you're here, and you're a neutral party to this whole argument. 
and it's great that this is happening here at the end of the week. Laura keeps making this sound effect. She thinks it's a rat. I Man. think it sounds like something else that's a little more disgusting what? and should be in private. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. okay. Don't say that, Cat. Oh, okay. Right. Now I can't even right. do it. All right. Oh, good. I've gotten you to stop that. Wow. No. It worked. Um, okay. So, so DeMarco, here's, here's my point of view, okay? Yeah. So the bit did not originate on 710, and it did not originate on Sedano and Cap. It originated on my podcast called Kaplan and Crew. That's mm. where the actual bit originated You from. were talking about your daughter calling you king with Cap and Crew. Correct. And, and it then, started there. And then I brought the same content to this show, different audience, and different people to respond. You brought the IP to this show. Correct. Now, okay. what everybody seems to be really upset about is, is they feel like I'm recycling bits. Oh. And how dare I... Talk about this on my podcast, and then actually talk about it on our. We're live not really radio mad show. that people are stealing in radio, right? It's not that so much as it is like it kind of like blew up on our show well, and on that, social that, media. Now that's, we now that's she's what, right. What is that's not valid? But, but it, that's what they say. Okay, I can't. Hey, I can't now. Now none of them listen to my. Isn't podcast. that quantifiable though? Yeah. None of the yeah well, yeah. There's yes. nobody. Okay, we, we it, looked it at all the people in the Twitter. Like he doesn't even have a Twitter community okay. for the Kaplan and French French no, show. No, we, we I didn't I didn't put together a Kaplan and Crew community because that's a Sedano and Cap thing. Right, and and um, time out. Also, Cappy, yeah, you yourself when this was a thing, right? The Trial of the Century Part Two. Lindsay said, Lindsay, correct me if I'm wrong. You're like, oh, so Kaplan and Crew is like the minor leagues. We are Ooh. the major leagues, and you agree. Oh, yeah. wow. Well, he said, he said it's fine. like a that's comedian. Not, that's not right. Well, he, said not. It's like a, he said he's like a comedian who, like, you know, tries out, like, works out bits and stuff in, like, the smaller stages and then uses the ones that work out on the big stage for, like, the Netflix tapings and stuff. You What's said that, Cap? I did. What's wrong with that? I'm Nothing. Not, I'm not, I have no problem admitting that. Okay. No, it's not a bad thing. What we're just saying is that... Even Morales also said if that would have worked out great like it did here, you guys, it would have been a bigger thing on your socials well, and stuff like well, that, and it you, wasn't. Let me ask you a question. Uh. Let me ask you a question. Have you, have you tuned in yet? I mean, now that you, you no. know about... The, okay. So then you, don't, you still don't know how, how important Hey King is to my podcast. Well, then that wow. makes it even worse. If you're using it as much as you use it on our show, which is like every day we Cap, bring I, it up. I see your problem, Cap. Then I feel yeah, like that's kind of weird. You know what your tell problem me, is? Tell me. You didn't give him a taste. Well, but DeMarco... You didn't leave that, him an envelope. I know, but to that point... Especially Laura. Well, Laura would have been on your side. No. If she would have got a cut, right. come no. on. Well, this whole the, argument what? is different. I'm the brown one really like, <laughs> but, okay, thanks, but, DeMarco. But DeMarco, no. DeMarco he's, you're going to love this. He's only sold four shirts. <laughs> right, yeah, he's only sold four shirts. <laughs> right. so we don't even care about the money. Right. If you would have cut him in, they would have helped, but go right, ahead. But, but DeMarco, you, I don't have the right to put Sedano and Cap or 710 on a T-shirt because I don't own it. ESPN owns it. Right. But down in but down in my podcast, I own all that. I yeah. can do whatever I want with it, including using my own logo. You're right. And, and again, if put it this way, if I would have put on a T-shirt, Demarco, yeah. hella sus, which is Laura's bit. If I would have put hella sus on a T-shirt and put my logo for my podcast, be mad. that that would have been. I under I would understand everybody's anger, but the fact is, Hey King was my story. Hey King originated on my podcast, and Hey King is something that I can put on shirts with my podcast name. I can't put the seven ten. I would on. just say, Cap, you need yeah. to go back and watch Ocean's Eleven. Okay, tell me. <laughs> just just go back and watch, you That's know, Danny Ocean and how he tips, movie. and you know. Here's the thing, though. You got to buy people off, man. Here's the thing, Cappy. <laughs> yep. Honestly, honestly, and and this is what we told him to Marco. He could put the saying on a shirt. We're not tripping. Like that was not the point. The point is like why. We were like, you could have sold the shirt without the other logo, you know, because the way he made it seem, and again, correct me. If Who I'm introduced wrong, Rat? Morales. Oh, that was Morales. Oh, okay. All Morales. Okay, all okay. Morales. <laughs> all Morales. That gets a pass then. Okay. All Morales. Right. Professional fire starter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the thing was, he made it seem like everything originated here, and it was an original well, how thing. How did I do here. that? How did I make it seem? We that already way? talked. We no, no, not, no, like, no, no, no. But how did I? We make we it don't. Seem we can move way? on. We can yeah, move on. Yeah, like we already did this, this on just, Tuesday. Yes, like yes. we did the whole like this whole situation. We did it on Tuesday. No, there was at the no, end of the day, Demarco, nobody's mad at anybody. Okay, no, actually, I totally disagree. I, well, these signs are still up in here, Lindsay. Right. Oh, that's Morales, though. That has nothing to do with us. Well, you guys could stop him. 
You want See? me to stop a rally? Oh, hell not. Hell <laughs> I'm no. not doing hell that. No. But the lesson is, you got to get the envelopes out there, Cap. Come on oh, now. Hey, DeMarco, here's what I'm going to do. You Go know ahead. what I'm going to do? Yep. I sold four Hey King t-shirts. On each t-shirt, I make about $5 per shirt because I actually don't make the shirts. It's a third-party website that makes them. And certain days, they have discounts, 15% off one day, 20%, or then there's full price. So I think I made a grand total of about $20 on the two T-shirts. Now, the money actually goes to my two partners on the podcast. Ah. I, should, I just divide the money for them. It's like an extra bonus for those guys. What I'll do is I'll take the $20, and I'll bring it up to 710 and I'll put it into some sort of a kitty, and we'll see what we can buy for $20. How about that? No way. Okay. See, that's cool. You want to know the worst part? I was going to ask you for a shirt and see if I can get Aaron <laughs> to wear it and put it on Twitter and make it blow up yeah. so I can really mess this whole thing up. Please that don't. Awesome. But, <laughs> hey, we, we would all have one, and we would all wear one. Yeah, if, if it didn't have, have the, the logo. Would, yeah, the cap yeah, we said this. Why we would you not represent my podcast? Also, Why wait, would you not on. give me some love? <laughs> So we can move on because, you know, stuff. But right. the, only, the worst thing that happened in all of this is Cappy lost his tequila mandala bottle. I heard about that. Yeah. They yeah. penalized That's... me. As a group, they penalized me by by stealing, No by one the stole. Way. No one wow. stole. Steal. No. Tax. my tequila mandala. Tax. Thank it's called you. tax. It's tax. Yeah, you were taxed. Tax. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's some heavy tax. It is. Dang, that's heavy it's tax. It's such a good bottle. Wow. We're never, we're never going to see eye to eye I thought you this. had your button, man. <laughs> God, gosh, I mean, how about some support and some love, man? The grind never ends. Trust me, I know this. I don't sleep, Cap. <laughs> you know this. Between right. both Go jobs, get him, I Cap. Sleep. My man. Well, I like it. There's, there's, the, there's the answer. There, and I'm going to buy you it. a hey, I'm buying you a Hey King shirt. What do you like? You like XL, Triple X. Give me a triple X. You got long sleeve Throw that, yeah, throw that my way. I may, get you, I may get you a Hey King hoodie. I like it. But nice. I'm with you, though. See, your daughters have those code words. My daughter doesn't say Hey King. It's just how she speaks when she says Dad. I know what she wants. Yeah, you <laughs> want something. To to the Buccaneers exactly. Yeah. Yep, you want hey, something. Dad. <laughs> All right, let, let's get to this. We still got a lot we want to get to. We got a really abbreviated broadcast today because we got the Lakers preseason game coming up. Alan Sliwa is going to stop by. DeMarco. We're going to talk to Slee. Should we all be concerned about AD missing preseason games because of a sore back, or are we making too much of it? Slee, stopping by next. This is Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. Because I'm going to call a couple of See? hard pipe-hitting brothers <laughs> to go to work on the homes here with a pair of pliers and a blowtorch. That's what Dodger fans sound like to me. <laughs> See what I mean right there. <laughs> you lost all your LA privileges. <laughs> oh, dude, I'm glad you know all the lines. Big time. Come oh, on, man. man. It's one of my favorite scenes. I think I'm related to Marcellus Wallace. <laughs> Marcellus Wallace. Love Marcellus Wallace. I know I Tony Rocky Hara, to too. Yeah. Love that. I love that movie. Absolutely. So, DeMarco is in today for Shidano. And uh, Lakers finishing up the preseason and getting ready to tip things off against Golden State Tuesday of next week. Then they got the Clippers, and uh, it's going to be an exciting start to the season. And our man Alan Sliwa, the Slee, is standing by to talk a little Laker basketball. Slee, good afternoon. How are you? At least I thought Slee was standing by. Maybe Big he's not Slee. standing by. Where's my man? Slee, can you hear us? He's Slee? a Padres fan, isn't he? Well, Slee's a lifelong San Diego guy. Yeah, you know? okay. I just saw a picture of him on Twitter. I mean, by the way, so much of the L.A. media started in San Diego and moved its way up to L.A. No way. Oh, yeah, dude. I mean, just look at all these guys. I mean, going back, I mean, the, the newspaper guys from uh, T.J. Simers was in San Diego. T.J. Simers was down there in San yeah. Diego? Bill Plaschke was San Diego. Wait. Sam Farmer was San Diego. Oh, I did. Yeah. Sam Farmer. Was T.J. Simers nice in San Diego? Um, I don't know. Cause, oh. Um, I only knew him in L.A., and then he stopped talking to me because he beat me in a bet, and then I, I don't know. He, he that was my really... first real sports writer. Really? Yeah. I mean, before that, it was like college, you know? Yeah. It yeah, was I different. Mean, he was my first real sports writer that asked me, like, real questions. Yeah, so many guys started in San Diego and then worked their way up to L.A. Didn't know that. Slee, Slee is from San Diego. Now he's worked his way up to L.A. Mason and Ireland started in San Diego. They're, they're in L.A. I mean, dude, it just the, the list goes on and wow. on and on. Wow. You know? So, all right, hold on. Slee's getting ready to join us. DeMarco's in the, in the studio. How old is Anthony? Anthony Davis is 29 years old, right? Sounds about right. Under 30. That's, mm -hmm. that's the right side of 30 for a young guy. And I'm looking at games played, and yeah. the guys missed a lot of basketball. Because your question, right, uh, missing preseason, is it a big deal? Kind of for me. Well, 
hold on. Let me just ask you something. You know, yeah. in the preseason of the NFL this year, I can remember us having this conversation about Matthew Stafford's elbow. And some people are like, give me a break, Stafford's elbow. I can't believe we're even having this conversation. It's nothing. It doesn't mean anything. Um, okay, and I would say all these weeks later, I'm not saying that Matthew Stafford's elbow is the reason that the Rams are where they are, but he's getting hit an awful lot, and he doesn't quite look like he did a year ago. Well, yeah, Stafford getting hit has nothing to do with his elbow. It has right. to do with the elbows in front of him, not no keeping doubt. guys off him. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, is that we're looking at Anthony Davis, and since everybody just expects him to get hurt all the time, and people call him street clothes Anthony Davis, that having him out of these games, is it really because he's got a sore back? I mean, could he, could he not play? Or is it just like, hey, let's not we want this guy to be healthy during the so, regular season. We don't need him playing tonight. So I guess we're just tell me if I'm off. And this is no disrespect. This is just me and you talking at the barbershop. I'm always going to have to treat Anthony Davis. And I like Anthony Davis. I like the fact that he's with LeBron. I think this is a good pairing. But you always have to treat him as a hothouse flower. Like delicate, right? He's always a guy you have to worry about injury. Correct? I think so. Yeah, he. That's that's the thing. Yeah, so... I would like it if Anthony Davis was healthy enough to just play. If they want to rest him on a certain preseason game, then so be it. But not for fear of injury, that the guy could hurt himself. That that stuff drives me nuts. And I think that fear of, of injury is always there with Anthony Davis. Is uh, Slee in the house, guys? You guys hear me okay? Yeah. yeah we got you, Slee. Now we got you. What do you uh, think, Slee? Uh, you're jumping right into this, and, and we don't have as much time because we, we didn't get you on right away, but... Slee, is Anthony Davis not playing tonight because he's really got a back soreness issue, or is he not playing because they don't really want to put any tread on the tires? I think it's more to do. I, I, I really do think if they needed him, he'd be playing, but it's game six of the preseason. Um, but that doesn't mean it can't be a little bit of both, right? It doesn't mean it can't. It's tough to give him the benefit of the doubt. It, it's it played 76 games in the last two years. Anything associated with Anthony Davis and not playing or – something sore or something along those lines, you're going to start throwing that question in your head. All right, is he okay? Is he not? Are they have five and a half months off before uh, training camp started or before at least preseason started? Um, I think he's fine. I don't think there's any indication that he's not. But I think naturally every Laker fan starts getting concerned anytime they hear Anthony Davis missing anything, including a preseason game up in Sacramento. All right. Slee in the house talking about the Lakers. Uh, he's, he's there in Sacramento. Uh, Alan, what do you think today about this report that Russ will be the sixth man and that he'll kind of run the second team? How do you think that's going to go down? Uh, first, I love it. I mean, I think, and I'm not the only one to say this. I'm sure there's a lot of Laker fans last year that were talking about this too. What What do you got to lose? What What do you has Russ done something since he's been a Laker where you're like, oh no, you got to keep him in that starting lineup? Well, he and Anthony Davis and Braun are perfect together. Or do you say to yourself? There's two sides to this, Cap. One side is, how will it actually look? Will it look – will it? Will he be better off because now he's running the bench unit, he's going up against guys that are the, the secondary players of another team, he gets to be more of rough of what he was in Oklahoma or what he was in Houston or some of these other stops that he's had. The second question is, is he okay with it? And to be honest with you, I don't think that part matters. I really don't. <laughs> if he's – I, I'm not trying to – it's the reality. No, you're right. If he's okay with it, if he is okay with it, cool. If he's not okay with it, then deal with it. You're, you're getting $47 million. The Lakers are trying to find a way to, you know, make this season work. And if that means you coming off the bench and that's in the best interest of the team, I, I, I would – let's put it this way. If it doesn't work and he doesn't like it, tell me what his future is in the NBA moving forward if he's not accepting some type of role on the team that needs him to come off the bench. I, I couldn't, but I, I would say, does is he aware of all this? <laughs> has this been floated to him? Is this an idea that he has in his head right now that this could possibly be, or are we just hoping that he's going to be able to accept leading the second team? DeMarco, isn't it isn't kind of fair to say time will tell, right? I mean, last season, Frank Vogel was... Has anybody Vogel asked him? Has anybody ever has anybody asked him directly in like the media scrum about, 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 about coming, coming off the bench? bench? Yeah. Yeah, I think those questions have come up. I know I know this year he said, Whatever the team needs me to do, I'm going to do. And oh, the he reason said that. why I said 
And and the reason why I've said, you know, we're going to find out, we are. I mean, if anybody can say before a season starts and when your record is zero and zero and you got a brand new coach, it's very easy for everybody smiling and saying, hey, everything's all right. Now, if you start, if they start the series or the season against the Golden State Warriors, oh yeah, coming off the bench, how does he feel? Oh. How does he feel about? How, how do you feel about being part of that second unit? Oh, I'm expecting. I'm expecting like you know blonde-haired Rodman type behavior if he doesn't like it, that type stuff. But um, so if Russell is off, who's your yep. starting five? Who's on? So I, I will tell you, this will be the sixth game of the preseason. This is it. And if you said, okay, hey, you probably have a good idea now of what the starting lineup is, right? I don't. Nobody does. Wow. I mean, every game that Russ has played, he was in the starting lineup. AD's played in three games now. He's played in half of the preseason. He won't go tonight. Patrick Beverly's been in there. Lonnie Walker's been in there. Austin Reeves has been in there. Damian Jones has been there. Wendell Gabriel's been there. I named almost, you know, I named probably eight or nine guys, aside from LeBron and Anthony Davis, that have all been in the starting lineup. So I don't have that answer. I really don't. They may want to go small. They may want to go big. But nothing – there's been no indication in the preseason so far where anyone's walking away and saying, yep, that's the lineup. That's what they're going to use to start games. All right, Alan Sliwa is with the Lakers in Sacramento getting ready to finish up the preseason. So, Slee, what do you think about tonight, man? Dodgers, Padres in Petco yeah. Park. The place is going to go crazy. Downtown San Diego is already like nuts. Dodger fans want in. Padre fans want to shut them out. What do you say, man? Well, I told I asked Laura when I called in, and I said, uh, "Are you nervous?" And she said, "No, you guys are going to choke." And I said, "Thank mm-hmm. you, Laura. I appreciate the kind words there." Um, I, okay, to be completely honest, it's incredibly nerve wracking. I mean, for a Padre, for a Padre fan to be in the mix with the freaking Los Angeles Dodgers, series is tied one apiece. That's not. This is new territory. So, what do I think? I think there's. I actually don't think – I think the Padres have to win tonight. And if they don't, it's probably going four. I think I think anytime the Dodgers, they're so good, they're so dominant, if they get any momentum, I don't think you stop the Dodgers. The only chance I think they have is they have to win tonight. And if they do, then we obviously got a real deal series and it probably comes back to L.A. to go five. Um, but they have to win tonight. If they don't – if Dodgers win tonight and they have not played a clean game yet in the playoffs – that's going to come at some point. If they win tonight, they probably end up winning at four. Yep, and uh, they have gotten nothing really out of Mookie Betts so far. So if all of a sudden Mookie comes to life, that could be the big difference. Slee, have a great broadcast tonight with the Lakers, and uh, let's see what happens tonight between the Dodgers and the Padres. Slee, we'll look forward to hearing you tonight. Sounds good. Thanks, fellas. Go all Dodgers. Right. Grow a spine. Come on, pod fans. Good no, lord, no, they no, always no. pledge they no. pledge their fealty to the Dodgers no. every time. You don't you don't get it, dude. There is nobody in San Diego that right now see how like Laura feels like no problem, Dodgers are gonna win. Right. There's nobody in San Diego that's like, Oh yeah, Padre, definitely. They got this. No, everybody if you've been a long time long suffering Padre fan, you guys are lucky. You just can't even believe that they're even here. You guys are lucky. See what I mean? Dodger fans are lucky to have like the Padres as their rival. Yeah. Well, There's no threat there. Exactly. Right. There's no threat there at all. Right. Real or imagined. Yeah, yeah, it's their rivalry, not ours. Wow. That's exactly right. Just no, saying. she's right. I mean, she is right. Wow. I know. All right, stick around, everybody. We got a lot more we got to get to, and we don't have that much time.